when a house is on fire, the uh, firemen come, they don't point the hoses at the smoke. Uh, the smoke is secondhand, the smoke is the result, the, 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 the cause is the flame. And sometimes in our Christian life, we are trying to dress the smoke. Many believers discuss their sins and problems in very specific terms like anger, worry, doubt. They think these sins are at the core of their struggles, but that usually isn't true. Our sins are more often symptoms of deeper heart issues. When we wrestle with a sin over and over without victory, it's almost always because we aren't getting to the root of the problem. When we embark on a journey to the heart of where God wants to heal us, we need daily biblical encouragement. World Challenge offers daily devotional emails that you can sign up for at worldchallenge.org as a regular reminder of God's goodness. Before we join our guest and host, we want you to know that we would not be able to create these resources without generous listeners like you. Please consider donating to power the mission and make World Challenge resources like this devotional and podcast possible. Now here's our host, Gary Wilkerson. Hi, Gary Wilkerson here on the uh, Gary Wilkerson podcast. Um, I'm excited about today's podcast. I think we're going to see some and hear some amazing things. Uh, we're going to be talking with Doug Wellborn today. So, Doug, welcome. Glad you're here and looking forward to talking to you about uh, some deep issues, some things that are really Thank deep you. on our heart. Yeah. Appreciate it. We've talked here before in this podcast about the the, the two elements that seem to help or, or hinder us from that Zoe life, that 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 uh, life of God in us. And uh, one is sin, obviously, and you've been addressing that. And the other is woundedness. Um, you know, it, it's uh, I, I've heard it referred to as, um, you know, like when, when a house is on fire, the uh, firemen come, they don't point the hoses at the smoke, you know, saying, boy, if we can just get that smoke out, they, they actually shoot it through, even when they don't see the flames inside the building, they shoot it through the window, knowing that's where the flames are, even if they don't see it, and then eventually the smoke will, uh, the smoke is secondhand, the smoke is the result, the, the, the cause is the flame, and sometimes in our Christian life, we are trying to dress the smoke, like, oh, you're angry, oh, you're lustful, you look at pornography, oh, you... Are um, you know you, you you tell lies to make yourself look better, yes. and, and so we're addressing the sin, which is so important to do. Yes. And Jesus spoke of that so much, and so did all the the, the other writers. Uh, but sometimes in church we don't deal with the the wounds. You know, it's like the the, the, the to me I think the fire is. Uh, there's a you know, so so I look at somebody who is saying, okay, well, you know, I'm struggling with lying. I, I continue to try to do self-promotion through lying. Well, that's that's actually the cause, self-promotion. You're uh, so, so you're trying to promote yourself because you feel bad about yourself. You right. feel little, so you're trying to make yourself look big. So let's not just deal with the the, the fruit or the result. Let's look at the cause. What's causing this? And so, and I, and I think that gospel message you're sh- sharing today is. Is so cool because it deals with both. It deals with yeah. the smoke and the fire. It deals with the wounds, and the and the fruit of that I, wound of, I, of the sin. Yeah, I yeah. agree a hundred percent. That uh, I mean, that's a little you know that I've been talking in one direction, but another direction is um, most sins that people tell you about um, is not the real sin. The presenting, like in a counseling situation, the presenting problem is not usually the real issue. Likewise, when someone says, this is my sin, that's not the real issue. That's a symptom mm-hmm. of the real issue. Yeah. And uh, it's good that they are willing to talk to somebody because just as you, that example you use is very good, um, why people lie. Anger is always a secondary mm-hmm. sin. So, you know, um, you want to 
help them find yeah. out what's going on. Yeah. And a lot of time, the, the the problem is a lot of time, people don't know why mm-hmm. they have issues because yeah. it comes from their parents. Yeah. Tons of issues come out of their family of origin, um, you know, and they're hurt and they buried it and they don't yeah. even remember stuff. So. Yeah. Well, I think the um, the moralism you were talking about. Um, will or legalism will almost always present itself publicly through through dealing with the secondary right. uh, issues. Now, and I'm not saying sin is secondary in the sense of it, of its importance or need to be dealt with, but but I'm saying in the sense it is. And we're both saying this. It's it's a result of something um, that that is working underneath the surface yes. inside. The, in Jesus called the inside the cup. Right. You can clean the outside. You can get rid right. of. It. You don't look. Right. You don't look very angry to me. It's like, Matthew oh yeah, I've got it, yeah, I've got yeah. it under control. I'm not. I'm not angry. But inside, you're seething. Inside is dead man's yes. bones, and so and eventually so it'll you, come. You know, so it'll yeah. come out. Or yeah. it'll come yeah. out in another way. It'll come yeah. out through you know too much drinking or right. to, to try to cover the anger and stuff exactly. like that. So it just it pops up some other way. And so so moralism tends to treat the symptoms, and so a moralistic counselor or a behavioralistic counselor or a behavioralistic pastor will. We'll, we'll always be speaking towards behavior modification. Right. Don't do this. Stop doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and then if they can't deal with it, there's almost a frustration in the leadership. You're not towing the line. We're going to have to bring church discipline. We're going to have to or even kick you out because you're still drinking or you're still looking at pornography. And they, Unfortunately. And they don't know how to deal with the, the heart issue, and that's what Jesus came for. All these religious systems were doing all this externals, and Jesus came for the internal and and turned things around. And that, that, that message you're bringing when you, you know, I've been with you when you do these pastor's conferences, and um, we're in Ireland together, you know, and I heard your message there, and it really does go to the heart. Uh, I think that's so important that you're not, you're not, you're not dismissing the, and we're not dismissing the behavior, but we're saying that, that, that if you get to the heart, your behavior will change. Some, that, that seed yeah. planted in the ground will, will blossom a different kind of fruit. A, a, a good tree bears right. good fruit, you know, and so letting, letting yourself be yourself <clears throat> rather than letting something else come take the place of that. So <clears throat> let's just say we put another chair here at this table and we <clears throat> brought in a guy named Bill and, and Bill said, uh, okay, you, you know, you, you help people who are struggling, hurting, uh, you know, <clears throat> I'm, I'm, uh, I'm stuck in this habitual pattern of, of, uh, sin, addiction, of, of hatred, unforgiveness. Um, what do you? What do you? This is a really big question. I'm sorry. As far as it's so broad, you may not be able to unpack it. Um, but like, what goes through your mind? Like, how can I help? Because you know, again, in this podcast, I want to help people. You know, I, I want to. I don't want to just give good theological insight. I want to help people that are, listen, that are listening. They're saying, <clears throat> I can't seem to stop. Um, bitterness. Bitterness. I can't yeah. seem to. I, I, I hate this person, and I know I'm not supposed to, but I, and I want yeah. to, but I can't stop it. You know, is it, uh, and so I hear you saying, there, there is something about Christ living in us. <clears throat> um, I don't know. What would you say to to Bill, okay. who's who's struggling with those kind of things? Well, if there was someone who is way down the path. Mm-hmm. Which you mean there like aren't been, many, been a believer for a while? In, is that what you mean? Well. They were in Christ. They're in, okay. they're living the the, the Christ life. Yeah. They're they're living the the cross, and uh, a lot is the cross has killed a lot of the the flesh. The um, I haven't used that term yet, but um, selfishness, and um, they really are in love with Jesus, and He's their all. If it's one of them, 
One of them. I don't one know if that's them. the right way them. to put it. Sound like a good old, good old boy there. There's one not, of them. There. <laughs> there's not many of, of uh, those people. Okay. They would be able to handle that fairly quickly mm. because their life is not in this world. It's in Christ. But for most of us, even fairly mature Christians, that is one of the, if they're really hurt, I'm, ta I'm not talking about, you know, they have an argument or, you know, like my wife and I, you know, we rarely, really hurt each other. We, we do hurt each other, but not enough to have a big deal. But what you're talking about is someone, um, like I was stabbed in the back in a church by someone I thought was my best friend. And that was a monumental hurt. Mm -hmm. To the, the two things that go through my mind first are one this is really important to Jesus hmm. he talks a lot about forgiveness so I cannot take it lightly number two this has got to be a process because to say to someone you know within a week you're going to forgive this person you know the Holy Spirit can do that but that's not going to be the norm so um, when I, how I would address it with them is I would um, I would want them to feel the pain more than anything, mm. um, and I would spend a lot of time with with them and their pain. And um, what do you mean you want you would want them to feel the pain? You want them to, to feel worse? If, it, if that's what it takes. Okay, so, uh, and the opposite of that would be denial, um, the repression of, of the emotions. Be, I'm a Christian, I shouldn't feel this. Um, maybe it was my fault. Mm. Um, I, I call certain, certain people over-gracing. Mm -hmm. They're good people, they love the Lord, and so they over-grace, they give people a break. But really, down inside, they're yeah. they're seething. Mm. So, I I really want to get at that if that's the case. Some you know some people aren't; they're just mad. Um, but I want to go over it and get. I really want them to go over it and over it. I want to get all the pain out, and that's hard for them. But uh, I want them to write a letter to the person, which will probably not be sent. Mm. But uh, that's a tool to get them to um, personalize it. And in many cases, that um, is a catharsis mm -hmm. moment. I think I would add to that too. Excuse me for <clears throat> excuse me for interrupting, but one of the things I did in that in a in a process similar to that of needing to forgive somebody that hurt me was <clears throat> uh, not was to, to to be clear about how they hurt me and how I felt about it, <clears throat> but then also how I reacted to that. And it, and it put me more on equal ground with them. Before that, I thought they were so much lower than me because they were, they were monsters. How could they act like that? <clears throat> you know, are they really even Christians? Can they? Could a Christian do right. that? And so they were so below me. When I started to, and I wrote that down. I, I did like you did a, a letter to them, and it was like full of. And, and I just let it go. I was just like writing, like I think you're an idiot. You're so stupid. You say stupid things. You know, you don't care. Yeah. You know, and just it felt good writing it. <clears throat> but then. In the same step, I, I took a look at my own heart and said, oh, 
what, what I hear myself saying has a lot of bitterness to it, has a lot of anger to it, and something. And then I realize, wait a minute, I'm, I'm kind of in the same thing. So, I, so I, I can't, and I can't. What, what helped me was to realize, I can't change them. I can't make them come come into understanding their sin or their lack of grace or their. I can't change them, and I can't control that. Uh, but I can. What I have opportunity to do is look at my own heart and right. and 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 see where there's areas for growth. And so right. I, I can see in there, because if I allow resentment and bitterness and unforgiveness to remain in my heart, I'll probably end up, you know, uh, bitter people make Worse than create that. bitterness. And so yeah. so it set me free from that. And so I, I wasn't spreading bitterness. Probably for them, they never they never overcame their own anger and bitterness. So they it hit me. But if I, became, you know, it's almost like Satan just to try to multiply his impact. Well, sometimes they don't even know what they did. Mm. So I agree with that. But for me, that's a little bit later. Later, okay. Okay. Yeah. So because I want them to, uh, I think it's I think it's important first. If you don't feel it, you won't deal with it. So mm. um, I want them to feel it, okay, and I want them to have some time with it. Um, and we t- and I keep in touch with them so that it's not turning into something that, um, sinful. Mm-hmm. And I tell them that along the way. I'm not giving you, uh, you know, my goal for you is forgiveness. All I keep telling them that. Um, I'm not trying to give you permission to sin, but um, you're not going, if you bury any of this, then that part will not get healed right. or forgiven. So I let them have that for you know a period of time which I feel they need. And um, they will be surprised in many cases if they're Christians and fairly mature Christians by how mad they are because they're not used to being angry, real angry. Right. And... Um, They'll tell me that I'm really angry at this person. I said, I understand that, you know. That's how we're built. We're not built, you know. We were not designed to be treated like that. We were designed Mm -hmm. to be treated with love and um, with affection. God made us to be just, you know, put his arms around us. So this is not normal. Okay, so we continue on. And then in time I be... um, as that begins to just wear off a little bit, because it does after a while, I say, um, without looking at them yet, I say, um, look at the letter, and I want you to to discern what of those sins do you do? Mm. Not just every couple years, but what sins do you do? And I want you to write them down. And then I want you to go to God, and I want you to go to the Holy Spirit with an open heart. And then the next step, there's a lot of talking going on, okay? I'm just giving you what you said, um, which I give you a little props here I learned this from you um, <laughs> I say um, 
I want you to look at, at these guys. And, uh, and I want you to say, do you think they're really like monsters, you know, like from the Black Lagoon, you know? <laughs> or do you think they're just guys that are they're broken and they got issues? Like, but do you think they're way better, worse than you? Or do you think that, can you think of stuff that you do that they do or maybe worse? Mm. Um, and what I've learned in the couple times that I've used it is they say, yeah, they're no worse than I. A couple times they said there are a couple people they feel are e really evil. Yeah, yeah, that's. I think and that's, that's, worth, that's 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 <clears throat> worth pursuing. Yeah. But in most cases, I don't. They say I don't think they're worse than I am. That doesn't mean all the anger goes away right away, but that allows them, if they're willing, to go with the Lord, and that, and and they will forgive those people. Yeah. Dealing with evil people is a whole nother. They still need to forgive them, but uh, it's yeah. just. Yeah, there's a whole other conversation about that with boundaries and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, people it, that are that maybe people. Satan's involved and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, and that happens a lot. Right. Yeah. But I think you know that's a sh condensed something that yeah. probably takes half a year. Right. But. Um, and and. Um, <clears throat> There's something that, you know, as we just uh, track with what you're saying there, you're saying something that's unsaid in that you're walking with somebody over a six-month period. It's relational. There's, there's, it, it, the person is not doing this on their own. It's not just sort of me in my, in my secret they, closet. I don't think a person could do this on their own. I don't think we're because meant to, Because I'm right? also yeah. giving my—the key thing is not that I'm an expert— the key thing is I'm telling my story. Yeah. I think uh, I've discovered that the most important thing for a counselor is they're telling their story. Mm -hmm. So I'm telling my story about how hard it is to forgive and how deeply I've been hurt. And um, that just helps people. Uh, you've mm -hmm. been hurt. You, have mm -hmm. you been hurt this this bad? Yeah. Uh, I have. I've been as hurt as deeply as you have. Yeah. Just somebody, somebody to you, relate have to. Have you forgiven them? I yeah. have. Yeah. <laughs> and I tell the story that when yeah. I have lunch, I had lunch with the guy recently. Mm. Will he? Will we be best friends again? I don't. Uh, probably not. But mm. I've totally forgiven him, and he's totally forgiven me. Yeah. You know. So. Yeah. yeah that's very important. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. When you're hurt, you have. Uh, it, it can turn out in two different. Ways one is you hold on to your bitterness, forgiveness, unforgiveness, uh, resentment, or you can be healed and set free from that and forgive the person. Again, you may not be ever trust them again or be, be close. Well, the thing to them, is, if a person is not trustworthy, you yeah. know you don't. You, right. It's but, not wisdom, yeah. like Jesus said in in one place. Like he did not entrust himself to them. He loved them, obviously. Yeah, it's a good thought. But he was smart, yeah. you know. So you know who they are. You you can love them again, but you don't necessarily have the same relationship with them again. Finding healing from the core wounds that cause our surface sins can be a long journey. Forgiving and restoring broken relationships can be a delicate process. As we embark toward a healthier relationship with God and others, we must be patient and faithful to turn to our Heavenly Father for help. 
The Gary Wilkerson Podcast is brought to you by World Challenge, sound designed for this episode by Mike Hall Smith. This episode was written by Rachel Schmitz. Our producer is Chris Wigington with video production by Aaron Gale. World Challenge is incredibly thankful for the support we receive from many people across the country who believe in our mission. We are able to continue creating resources like this podcast because of donations from listeners like you. We hope you tune in next week to the Gary Wilkerson podcast for more encouragement in your Christian walk. Until then, do all you can to live a better life and make a better world through Jesus Christ.